Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is At The Helm Sports. I am your host, Derek Helm. Thank you for joining us for episode 12. Please be sure to follow and subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Would be greatly appreciated. It is time. We have a treat today. We are going over the Masters DraftKings pricing, and I have a special guest. My good friend James Fitzpatrick will be joining me to go through our first look of the DraftKings pricing for the 2022 Masters. I cannot wait. Also, make sure you check out The Helm Sports over the weekend and leading up to the Masters. I will have a ton of content coming out, probably going to break down almost every single golfer in the field, as well as course preview and my usual core four probably do more than a core four because it is a major. My DraftKings ownership fades and pivots, so stay tuned to The Helm Sports. And without further ado, let's get right into it. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting into the 2022 Masters DraftKings pricing. Joining me today is my good friend, James Fitzpatrick. He, same as me, is an avid DFS player, DraftKings player. We have both had a couple near misses so far this golf season. He did, however, win $50,000 back in the NFL season. So, just to let you guys know, you are not dealing with a couple amateurs. James, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Masters, uh, favorite tournament of the year, favorite time of the year. Um, excited. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally like I, I wasn't even done with my Valero stuff and the, the pricing came out the other day and I was like, Oh, screw the Valero. It was basically like that meme with the guy with his girlfriend looking back and it was like Valero on my side. And I'm looking back at the masters. I just, I could care less about the Valero. Totally yep. excited. Like, like you said, favorite tournament of the year. It just so happens to a lot of times my parents go away for Easter. So we actually have Easter a week early and it's on the okay. masters. So I get to watch it with a bunch of people. It, it's pretty exciting, but yeah, yeah. masters, here we go. So yep. you cue to cue to pianos. I love the theme music. It's spring is in the air, even though it don't feel like it here in New York, but it's uh springtime azaleas, the pianos going for the uh, masters theme music and hello friends, Jim Nance. Let's go. Hell yeah. A tradition unlike any other. So yeah, what what was your uh what was your initial reaction look looking at the pricing? Anything stand out right off the top? Yeah, Scotty Scheffler. Um top no. price eleven thousand. And um just curious to see how everyone reacts to that. If there's a sticker, you know, shock of seeing Scheffler at eleven thousand as a top price above Ram and everybody. I mean, rightfully so. The guy is just playing out of this world. He's on fire. He's number one ranked player in the world. Um, but I'm just curious to see if that will drive ownership down on him, being yeah. you know that, that that sticker shock of Scheffler highest price at eleven thousand. Yeah, li- literally read my mind. I mean, like first thing I saw was Scotty's name, and it's like, yeah, obviously well deserved, but it's still a little right. shocking. I mean, three wins in his last five tournaments in in, in almost less than a month. Ridiculous. Yeah, no, set records, like I said, you know, number one ranked player in the world, and rightfully so. But it's just, uh, yeah, seeing him above Rom and JT. Yeah, and yep, yep. And yeah, and, and like you said, you know, he's been so hot. Are people gonna think that he can continue it? Is there gonna be a letdown and and be in eleven thousand? So yeah, let, let's get right into it. Let's talk about some of the highest price guys. Basically, we'll start at ten thousand and above. Who else 
do you like? I mean, obviously, all these guys you can make a case for. Really, really, it's hard to not make a case for them. But who who do you want to go into next? Uh, you can make a case closure to all of them. Not like a normal tournament where I kind of um, I'll fade someone up top, usually the highest price, or I'll plant my flag on one or two guys. So I have exposure everywhere. But my favorite probably is JT. JT's just playing awesome golf right now, and just he's a shot maker. He seems perfect for this course. He's got good history here. Um, he just needs to keep it together and get the putter going. And JT's my pickup here, my number one guy. Okay. I mean, yeah, I've already four top tens this year. He he gained 7.4 strokes on approach at the Valspar in his last tournament. Obviously, he had a 21st last year, but the fourth place back in 2020. So, I mean, he, he can play well in the Masters and obviously been playing well so far this year. Now, for, yeah. even, for me, I'm probably – Sorry, sorry, even the 21st last year is kind of skewed because he had that one triple and that one hole. So, you know, he's, he was right there the whole tournament. And yeah, um, yeah. so JT. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning Rom. I've, I mean, I just, I'm waiting for the explosion. I'm waiting for it. I, yep. You know, th- throw out what he did at the players, but he's finished no lower than 21st in six tournaments this year. And he's still first tee to green by over nine strokes and putting has really been the problem. I mean, if he, if he can bring the putter at some point, he's going to destroy everybody. So I, I mean, I'm probably going to be pretty heavy on Rom. One thing I will say too, though, is DJ did bring the putter to the match mm-hmm. play. So he yep. does scare me a little. I, I, I mean, if, if he's hitting putts, I, I, I could see it. I could see another green jacket for him. Yep. Yeah, like you said, I mean, all these guys really. But the thing with Rom, where I can see see it also, is like you said, Tita Green, he's just been crushing everybody. And it's really just been the putter and the around the green. But the one thing with the Masters is, the put, you know, putting these greens is a lot of, um, you know, experience. And Rom's been good um, on these greens at the Masters. You know, he's yeah. got good hit here. He's been good on these greens. So maybe that's just what Rom's need, Rom needs to get to these um undulating you know bent grass fast greens that he's had success on and with the rest of the game clicking yeah rom could uh be putting that green jacket on yeah i mean he, he's come top 10 here the last four times he's played so i mean he, he he definitely could pull out a win at some point what what do you think about the uh the young guys in the tents Vic and uh colin you know what it's Second after JT, my second guy in the 10 range is probably Morikawa, which I thought that's what you were going to say because I know that's your guy. But, (laughs) just uh, you know, you talk about course fit. He's just, you know, precision with his irons. You know, he reminds me, you know, it's high expectation, but it's Tiger Woods, you know, and Tiger dominates here. And Morikawa's just got that, you know, that game. He's got that precision off the tee, that precision with the irons. Um, And... You know, he hasn't had much success here, but I think what Masters really, the Masters and Augusta is, you know, experience. So I think now that he's got a couple years of experience, um, I think Morikawa might be ready to break out here. Yeah, at yeah. And I, I mean, you, you see, he was 44th the first time he played, 18th last year. So obviously made an improvement, maybe got a little more comfortable. So like you said, maybe, maybe third time's a charm. And yeah. I mean, he hasn't been in great form, but... I mean, he, he can win any tournament on any given week. So, and, and it's funny, actually, after he won, uh, I think it was the open last year. I, I bet him 30 to one to win the masters. 
Yeah. And now I see, I see, I see in some places he's 12 to one. So I'm not, I'm not loving the four, but I'm loving that 30 to one. That's the only yeah. master's bet I have so far. Yep. And he's shown he could do it in a major. And uh, I think, you know, the PGA that, you know, that uh, par four where he dr- drove it and hit the Eagle putt, you know, he's a, uh, not a great putter, obviously he's a streaky putter, but if he uh, can, can get it going, I don't know how much truth there is to the um, whole bad putters pet, Put better on faster greens, but these are obviously very fast greens. And yep. hopefully, like his, his third time around, um, getting better every year, like you said, maybe third time the charm and uh, Morikawa. I like really like him this week. Yep, yep. And then Vic, I mean, I love the guy, he's been great this year, but I don't know if I'm gonna get there. I just, I, I don't know, yeah, can't play everybody. I mean. Ho- what can you say? Hovland too is just, you know, ball striking machine and, you know, he scoring bunches. He should fit real well here. Um, he kind of took his lumps early last year in his first time, but kind of made the cut and, and figured it out. But uh, yeah, I definitely have the JT Morikawa, you know, DJ, all, you know, all them above him. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I'll be, light, I'll be lighter on Hovland than the rest for sure. All right. So last guy in, in the 10,000 range, what do you think people do with Rory? I mean, he, he he didn't look great today in the Valero. I mean, obviously, no. we're recording this the Thursday before the Masters, so it's only round one. I mean, depends on what he does for the rest of the tournament, but I, I yeah, don't know. I'd, yeah, I'd say a lot depends on what, like you said, what he does here at the Valero. I mean, if he turns it on you know, the next three days, makes the cut and, and wins or top five, obviously, he'll be extremely popular, but if he just kind of stays lackluster like he's been and you know, maybe doesn't uh, finish strong or doesn't make the cut this week, I think he'll probably be the lowest owned out of everyone in the 10 range, which then do you, you know, do you pivot and do you go there? Because he also has, you know, good history here and he's, you know, he's Rory. So is that a, um, some leverage you can get, but me first glance, I'll probably be lighter on Rory and Hovland than the rest. Yep. I, I agree. And like you said, I mean, it's all going to come down to ownership with Rory. If, if I even think about playing him. All right. So let, let's move on to the $9,000 range and starting off at the top of the 9,000 is one of the hardest guys for me in camp Smith, $9,900. I never know what to do with him. I mean, mm-hmm. he has, he's been great, but it's so hard for me to picture him with these other guys. I, I, I never know what to do with him. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you, but he's just yeah having him above all the other guys like Spieth and Xander and Cantley and Brooks because um, I'd really I really like Cam Smith at Augusta. I think there's a green jacket in his future, but having him the highest price of all the other guys in the nines is a little yeah I don't know <laughs> yeah and and I think for that reason he he could be lower owned. And like, like you said, I mean, he probably has the skill set to, to do it. I mean, honestly, he might be better speed. You know, yeah, he could be. So. Absolutely. I mean, if you look at it, Augusta, like I said, a place off the tee where, you know, there's big fairways. It's not very punishing off the tee. And that's pretty much his, like you say, you don't know what to do with him. He's, you know, his weak spot is sometimes you can get in trouble off the tee. And then, yep. you know, you know, what is I, but right now this year, his approach with his irons have been awesome, and he, he's a wizard um, around the green with a wedge and with his putter. He's a great putter, and he's shown he can putt great here. Um, so, yeah, like I, I love that you just said that. Yeah, he's like Spieth here. So, um, yeah. 
I love the fit here. And if, if the, the high nine, nine price does drive down his ownership, I will probably have a lot of them actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, I probably will too. Like I said, it, it's hard for me to gauge him, but I mean, you, you can't deny what he's done here too. I mean, he had a 10th last year, second in 2020 and a fifth in 2018. So the, the guy loves it here. And I mean, and he's, and he's got great form coming in here. Yep, you know, yep. this year, he, he just won the players. Yeah. And speaking of great form, a guy that doesn't have it is speed. I mean, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I don't care. I don't care what he does at the Valero. I, I, I don't care. I don't care. I mean, he might hurt me, but I'm not going to say you next week. Can't, can't be out on speed at Augusta. I mean, I mean just, it might, no might be another ownership play. play. No matter how bad he's playing, he comes here and he just, yeah. I, I don't know. He's got magic here. I probably yeah, he won't. Um, I won't full fade, but I'm also, you know, I like a lot of the other guys better. Like, you know, I love Kepka here. Um, obviously, Xander in a major can't lay. So I like a lot of the other guys better. So Spieth's probably be lower owned for me, but I can't full fade Spieth. Yeah, no, nah, I, I mean, a full fade might be a little tough, but really it might come down to ownership. I mean, if, if he's obviously the public's going to play him, you know, guy, guys playing the Masters that don't play DFS every week, they don't give a shit about his form. They just see Spieth, Masters, they're in. Exactly. So might yep. be another ownership play. Um, you said you like Kepka. So I, I, I like Kepka too, obviously a major hunter, but yep, he's been he so up and down this year. It's, it's crazy. I mean, he started the year 28th, then a miscut, then a third, then a miscut, then a 16, then a miscut. Then he just had a 12 at the vast Valspar. So do we have a miscut coming at the masters or. I, I, yeah, but I mean, Brooks in a major, you know, major Brooks is yeah. it, it thing. It really, it just, it is Brooks yep. in a major thing. He steps his game up um, when the lights are the brightest for the majors. And he's been great, been very, very close um, here at the masters. So he's got great history here. It's a major. Um, he's shown signs this year. He's healthy. Um, like I said, price below the Cam Smith, Spies, Shopley, Canley at nine, four. I'm going to have a lot of Brooks Kepka. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I probably will too. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to get away from Brooks into any major. So yeah. now now Cantley is interesting too, because mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if this was played a month ago, he would he'd be a thousand dollars higher. You know, he'd he'd be way more expensive because he he had a run earlier this year of, of a couple top tens, was knocking on the door of a couple wins. So Cantley is gonna be a tough guy to decide what to do also. And I mean, you can't play all these guys, but what what are your thoughts on him? Yeah, no, I'm going to be in on Cantley ever since, uh, I think it was two years ago when he, he made a run at the end, um, at this tournament and he was just, he was lighting it up. I mean, Ben Grass is his favorite putting service, uh, putting surface. Um, he's putted well here. Um, you know, great approach play. So ever since those two years, I've bet him, bet him every year, the past two years, I've been betting him at the masters. So. I'm not going to get away this year because he has been playing well um, like I said, the last two tournaments. But like you said, the beginning of the year, you know, this this tournament was held a month or two ago. He'd probably be one of the favorites. So um, I'm going to be in on Cantlay. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That I agree with that. Now, Hideki, probably not. No, probably not. I mean, he, is he really going to go back to back? Probably, probably not. No. You know, I, I don't know how the back is doing or, or 
you know, that was yeah, what he, he pulled out with, right? He, the the back. Yeah, he burned me two weeks ago, man. I, you know, you wait for the first group to tee off, and then yeah, he withdraws. Yeah. But I think it was the next, yeah, that's next never fun. Back. Oh um, yeah, and. uh yeah, I just with all these other guys, like you say, can't play everybody with the Kepka and and we didn't even talk yeah. about Xander, you know, Xander and a major two and you know yep. can't lay Xander Speeds, you know, and then you go below him, Val Torres, who was second here last year, Bryce. I'm probably uh gonna be out on Masiyama too. I'm with you there. Yeah, me too. Now now Zalatoris, as you mentioned, I I like him. I like him. I mean yeah. Depending on what his number is, it's it's the possible. Yeah, uh, the putting stroke. He had the putter going into match play. Yeah, yeah. Like yep. he made some changes and uh, yeah, he looked looked a lot better with the putter. And he was, I think, last year he was second here, right? Yeah, so, yep. Se- second last year, he was eighth so, yeah. at the PGA last year, fourth and sixth at his two U.S. Opens. So I mean, another guy plays good in the majors. So yeah, definitely and, likes Alatorce. Yeah, a guy who's who likes or you know is putted well on these on these green surfaces. So um, the way he strikes the ball, um, if he can continue to putt or you know, have any sort of putter, I definitely like Zalatoris. But I'm yep. I'm you go one down below. I'm off on your guy Bryson, man. Yeah, no, nah, I mean you you know my feelings on Bryson, but I don't think I, I can I just, do it. Nah, I just you know I think he just got the wrong approach. Um, to Augusta national where he wants to overpower it. Um, I think he kind of disrespected the course saying it's a par 67. And I just think, you know, kind of humbled him last year. And I just don't see, I don't see it a great fit for Bryson. I, I think yeah. uh, he's kind of stubborn. He's going to try to overpower it. And um, you gotta, you gotta respect this golf course. Yeah. If you're, if your game is good, you can score in bunches. Um, but if you don't pick your spots and if you, you know, you're, you're off a little bit, it can punish you too. So, um, yeah, I'm out on Bryson. Yeah, I, I probably am too. I mean, even in a normal year, you know, he's he's not great for the course, like you said. But now you add this injury and not playing for a bunch of weeks and not a great start to the Valero. I, de- I definitely can't get there. But but yeah. Berger, I mean, Ber- Berger's looking pretty good this year. You know, he he's – I might be in on some Berger. All right, so yeah, I was saying Berger. Um, you know, he's just, he's in great form, solid player. You know, he does does everything well. He should fit fit well here. So I'll I'll be playing some Berger, but he's going to be less. Um, like we said, with this nine range, just stack with Kepka, Cantley, Xander. Um, so I'll probably have less of Berger than the other guys. But uh, full fade on on Bryson, a little bit of Berger, full fade on Matsuyama, and I'll have a lot of the other guys. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with a lot of that. Now let's move into the eight thousands, where most people are probably going to skip over a lot of these guys. I know mm-hmm. I probably will, myself, uh, I, myself included. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be most people's strategy. I mean, Louis, no thanks. I, I yeah, just I, I, I disagree with you there. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna play Louis. I mean, especially here. No, I, I I like Louis here, but for eight thousand nine hundred, I mean, I'd rather play Burger. I'd rather go up to Zalatoris. I mean, yeah, even I, for, I for for five hundred more, I'd rather play Kepka. So it's 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 really a pricing thing yeah, for it's me. Gonna I mean, be, yeah, lay a line lineup build. Um, you know how I build my lineup will really um, determine how much Louis I have because he is kind of in that um, that weird spot. I yeah, I, I mean, I, I'd almost rather 
go down and play Lowry. I mean, I'd probably rather play Louis here, but Lowry's been great this Lowry's year. Been, I mean, Lowry's been playing a lot better. Um, Lowry seems to be um, playing, you know, working towards something. He, he's got a lot of momentum on his uh, going. Not the greatest history here. I think a couple top 25s. Um, yep. But I don't think he's ever came into it playing as well as, as he is now. And, uh, you know, all the guys won a major before. So, yeah, I'll, I'll have I'll have more Lowry than, Lu- Lowry than Louis. Um, yeah, Louis is in that, that, weird, that weird price. Yeah. Speaking of weird prices, Taylor Gooch, what the fuck? What, I, yeah, that's – I don't know. How is he – I mean, he was just right above. But how, how is he above Burns? I mean – he shouldn't even. I, I don't even think. I don't think Taylor Gooch should even be in the eight K range. How is he over no. Adam Scott? How is he over Neiman? How is he over? I I don't I don't get that at all. I, I mean, so, there's guys in the seven K range that that I would play over him. I, I, I just, absolutely. Fitzpat- I'd rather play Fitzpatrick. I'd rather play Paul Casey, Connor yeah. Simpson, all these guys. So yeah, no, that's. I mean, that's an easy one. Taylor Gooch. Yeah. I mean, Taylor Gooch would be a fade for me in in, in the sevens, and at eight seven, he's he's absolutely a fade. I'll definitely be playing Burns though. Eight 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 eighty six hundred seems like a, a good price. I mean, his form is great coming in. Ninth twenty six had the win at the Valspar. He's never played here, but I can say, are you worried about his um, you know, no history here? Because this is a course, you know, that does favor absolutely. guys with experience. You know, it takes a lot to to figure out the little nuances of this course and the and the greens. Um, but he, you know, he is a great putter. Um and he's, like I said, just coming off a win, playing great. You know, got yeah, the I mean, it, it, it definitely scares me. Play, got the scoring. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'll play some. I'll actually, I'm going to be light on. I'll probably just cross off Gooch. I'll be very light on Burns. Um, I'm not playing Tiger if he plays. Does, do, well, yeah, that, that's the question. Does Tiger play? Uh, I think he does. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, I mean – if regardless, it'd be great if he does. I, I, I mean, mean I, want probably... him, I want him to. I know he was there. It's you know, he. Uh, I I think if he can, he will. Obviously, you know, you can't tell his health, but I don't know. I kind of got a feeling that he's going to play, um, and that people will play him because he's Tiger. But I'm not playing Tiger. Yeah, no, nah, I'm out on Tiger after a car accident. Being, uh, I'm not playing him at eight five. So yeah, and I yeah, I I'm, mean, Sungjae is. Up. Yeah, Sung yeah you know, Sungjae's best showing here was another thing was when that tournament was in November when it was playing just completely different than the Masters we usually see. You know, when it was softer, yep. greens were more receptive. It wasn't, you know, firm and fast, which, you know, isn't a problem for him. I think he, he plays difficult courses as well, and he's, you know, good on those fast greens. But I'm not going to go off that only showing when he was second in November. Um so yeah, I'm probably I'm I'm gonna be out on him. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'm gonna everybody. I'm out on Gooch. I'm out on Tiger. I'm out on him. I'm late on yep. Burns. Yep. Now Adam Scott's probably gonna be one of the highest owned guys. I mean, it's it's a pretty cheap price for him. With you know, he's been playing pretty well. Obviously, has pretty good history here. Um, what what are you you in on Scott? I hate the fact that it's going to be high owned because, uh, you know, leading up to the Masters, watching them so far this year, it seems like he's doing that aim point um, with his putting. He's been putting well. And like you said, uh, you know, the history here, 
So I was thinking I was going to be in on Scott, but if he's, he's, you know, really high owned, I'll probably be uh fade off him. I'll just go up kind of, you know, I'll go down a little further or go up. Yeah. Yeah. Really. It's going to come down to ownership, but yeah, it is crazy. He's actually gained strokes with the putter in three of his last tournaments. It's yep. yep. pretty rare, but holds him back. Right. Now, now Neiman's another guy in this range. I don't know if I'm really going to get there. I mean, he's yeah. obviously been pretty good this year, but he's, 40th he's, last year, missed cut yeah. in 2018. Not, not great yeah. history. Yeah. But he, and it's, it, it's, it's weird. Cause he's a player that should, you would think play really well here. He should really fit this course. And, uh, you know, ball striker, plenty of distance, shapes his shots, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, he hasn't been great here. He is in good form this year. But, yeah, I'm with you. I probably won't get to much, Neiman. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna be tough. Now, Finau is interesting because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. despite poor finishes, he's actually been striking the ball pretty well, and he shows up here every freaking year. I mean, yeah. basically top 10 every, every time. So yeah, I don't know what to do with Finau because he's just yeah. been so frustrating this year. I'm, I love playing Finau. Uh, I'm a, a Finau fan, but he's just been so frustrating this year. He's, I play him every year at the masters. He's always great at Augusta. He's usually priced, you know, a lot higher than this and always owned a lot, owned a lot higher, but yeah, he's just not been been good this year but i will probably get at eight one i will probably get to finau over neiman and scott and in i'll have i'll probably still as bad as, as frustrating as he's been and bad i talk about him right now as the week goes on and we get closer i'll probably have a lot of finau in my lineups yeah that's that's where i'm thinking i'm gonna end up going we are agreeing way too much here so <laughs> so hatton you know he, he was all right in florida looked pretty good Hasn't really looked good here, you know, had nope. an 18 last year, but then two missed cuts, 56 and a 44th at the Masters. Not great. Probably rather play Finau, rather play Scott if I'm going to. Answer obviously just withdrew. So what the hell is going on with him? I mean, he's probably nobody's going to play him now because he right. hasn't even really looked good this year anyway. So what's the, was there, a re- do we have a reason why he withdrew? Uh, I did not actually see. Okay. All, all I heard was he was forced to withdraw with an injury. So oh, what okay. that what that injury was, I, I don't even know. Yeah, so that'll probably be a. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, but I agree with you again. I'm I'm gonna be light on you know I'm not excited to play Hatton, and I probably won't play Answer. Obviously, we have to find out more about the injury, but yeah, I'll be more like I said. I'm probably gonna end up with a lot more fee now than I would like by the end of the week yeah and and then speaking of injuries a guy that injures me all the fucking time is sergio (laughs) garcia i play him i play him he screws me i don't play him he screws me like it it just kills me but yeah i I want i want nothing to do with him here yep it's it's him and paul casey for me where it's 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 paul I, i play paul casey in he sucks or he withdraws. I don't play Paul Casey any top fives, and yeah, Casey and 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 Sergio are the same for me. And I'm I'm with you. I'm out on Sergio. Yeah. Okay. So so you gonna you gonna play Casey? Probably Back spasms. I'll probably oh, let I'll, I'll probably let Casey hurt me. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. The the back spasms, they scare me a little bit. They scare yeah. me. I mean, luckily, 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 I was off on him at the match play. I, I didn't want to know part of him. And so he didn't burn me there. So maybe I'll give him another chance. Yeah, I, I, that's that's going mean, to be a last-minute decision for me. Yeah, before the back spasms, I mean, he's been playing well this year. Uh, obviously, the great, you know, he loves this place. Great Chrisery here. So, and it, it's funny. He's literally priced either 7600 or 7800 at every major for like the past i don't know five ten years i feel like it's not even just every major it's just every tournament it's like right. it's just insert paul casey 7500 like, yeah it's just, that's just yeah paul casey major pricing so um yeah seven six though but the, and that's the problem how high how high owned is he going to be at seven six it seems yeah. like he's always super high owned so Casey, I'll probably let ownership decide. If he's super chalky, I'm out. If no one wants to play him because of the back spasms, I'll have some Casey at 7,600. Yeah, and, and we said, you know, the, the eights, not really liking a lot of guys. I do like a lot of guys here. Like Hen Henley oh, yeah. has been so consistent, hasn't missed a cut since last July. I mean, yeah, he's... His approach numbers uh ridiculous this year. And he's he's got decent history here. He's playing well. Yep, I'll play Henley. Fitzpatrick, I'll play Fitzpatrick. Yep. Um, Fleetwood, what do you feel about Fleetwood? I mean, I'm usually not a Fleetwood guy, but same thing as Henley. I mean, he's just been really yep. consistent this year, you know, and he's he's and not he, great he, he, at the Masters, but he's never bad. Yeah, no, he's someone we've talked, you know, the community at least talked about for years. You know, he's a guy that's going to win a major. So um, playing well now, I'll have some Fleetwood. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, all these guys in this, well, not all these guys, but Connors, I'm going to play Connors here. Yeah. I'm going to uh, have to play Connors, but I mean, I, what about a little what about concerned. Webb? You playing? I, 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 I like Webb. Yeah. I mean, Me he hasn't been in great form, obviously a little banged up, but I mean, he's, he's been relatively inactive, but hasn't looked terrible. He did gain off the tee at the Valspar. So I mean, he looked a little better at the Valspar and obviously has good finishes here. 12th, 10th, 5th, 20th, the last four times. Yep, That's no, not bad for 7,500. Yeah, he showed me something coming off the injury, and uh, I, I love him here. I just love his game here. Um, you know, the around the green, um, the putting, um, you know, just put it in play up the tee. I, I, li I like Webb Simpson's game a lot here, so I'll, I'm going to play a lot of Webb. Yeah, and, and then two guys that it's just there's no reason to play them right now because they're terrible, but it's Patrick Augusta, Reed. Patrick Reed, and, and Justin Rose. Like, yeah. uh, they've been awful, but I could see them coming out of nowhere and, and coming in eighth place. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's so true. Last, last year, I think, I think it was last year, I didn't play any Rose, and then he just went on that huge run. I think it was like round two. Um, yep. But yeah, he's a guy that loves it. He loves Augusta. Um, Yuji plays well here. He'll probably have some rows. Full fade on Horschel. He just he doesn't play well here. He's just not a guy I, I get to outside of Florida. Um, yeah, no, a, I mean, very, very good in Florida, obviously, which is skewing his numbers quite a bit. And like you said, I, at, at the Masters, I just I don't know. I don't I don't know if I'm getting there. No, I won't. I'm gonna be out on the horse. So yeah, Reed, man, I, he, he's just a player that. I mean, he's been so bad this year, but he's a player that can just be so bad, and then win, 
and yep. he's obviously won here before. Um, so yeah, I'll have to have some read. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably sprinkle Reed and Rose like just have an even amount in a G, big GPP. Just throw them in a couple different lineups in the, in that price range. And this is the, I mean, and this price range is going to be a spot where a lot of people, you know, they're going to take one guy from the ten, you know, the tens and the nines, and then what we said before, kind of skip the H, and they're going to find themselves right down in this lower seven range. So yep, yep. What about Leishman? Leishman, I like. Um, I heard a quote from Leishman how he, you know, he likes likes this course when it's firm and fast. Uh, you know, he's he's good um, good history here. He saw he was play. He's been a little off in the last two tournaments. He started the year really well, but um, I like Leishman in the major. I like him here. I'll play some Leishman. My thoughts exactly, and then the same thing we just said about Reed and Rose. Bubba. Bubba. I mean, he's yeah. got his happy places, but uh, it has not been good for Bubba, even yeah, at his he, happy places this year. Yep, yep. He came out, I think, waste management, ball striking greats. I played him the next two, three weeks, and he just hasn't been good. Um, it's a but, you know, Bubba has his Bubba tracks. He plays good in his spots. Obviously, he's, you know, won twice here. So um, I'll have I'll have some Bubba, but um, just uh, – you know, I'll hold my nose and click it. Yeah, and then I'm I'm probably out on Seamus Power, out on Jason Kokrak. I mean, Kokrak maybe, but I I, you know, I don't you know. know so. what? Yeah, for, first glance going when I you know Bryson first came out, and I was scrolling through. I don't know. I just had a, a kind of gravitated, had a little feeling about Kokrak. I know that his history isn't good here, but he's a player that's he's a different player to pass past two years he's really came on late and um he's just a different player he's putting really really well and so you know maybe he's the first two years it takes him to figure it out the great got great great distance great ball striker it's been putting well so we should play well here the only thing that worries me with coke rack is the around the green um he's he's not good around the green he's not good out of the sand so i can see him you know if he's not striking it well missing his spots he can get his trouble as you know around the green, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play some Kokrak as because I don't think anyone else is gonna play him because of that you know because of the bad history. But he's playing pretty well. I I think I'm gonna pivot to some little bit of Kokrak. Yeah, I I might end up with a little. I honestly though we, I I think we can't, I think we I can't do agree like, on every, we can't agree on everything. So I'm gonna nah, go Kokrak. No, nah, I, I mean <laughs> as as the week goes on, it's possible. I because I, I I do I play Kokrak all the time. I I like him. Yep. I just like you said. I mean, if he goes in a bunker, he's fucked. He's, he's done. <laughs> and, yep. and part of the reason I, I don't know if I'm going to get to Kokrak is I actually do like Homa. I I know he hasn't. He's missed the cut both times he's played here. But like we were saying before, yep. you know, maybe third time's a charm. Maybe he's getting used to the place a little bit. Obviously, he's been in really good form coming in. Yep. So yeah, he's I mean, he's another one like Neiman, who you would think would be perfect for this course, would fit here and play well here but he just hasn't, but it is a small sample size. It's, you know, it's two, two years. Um, you can even, you know, cross out to November one if you want. So, and the difference uh, between him and Neiman is a thousand dollars. So yep, that that's it. That's a huge deal now absolutely. and playing, playing very well Homa. So yeah, I'll have a little, I like Homa. What about uh Siwoo? Um, my question is who are you and what have you done with Siwoo? Cause <laughs> it basically used to be top 10 or missed cut. 
his, but somehow his, he's made he's made nine straight cuts dating back to October. Like what what the hell is going on? Yeah, I know for real. For real. He's usually uh very streaky. He's either, you know, miscut awful or top ten. Um so yeah, no, he's been he's he's been good. I'm gonna play Siwoo. And uh I mean obviously we're only in third. He's playing well, played well today, been playing well. Um got some decent history here. Um, you know, he's he is a player that can can blow up and miss the cut, but um, down here in this range, I'll play some Siwoo. Yeah, I'll, I'll play some Siwoo now. Bobby Mack, I mean, his his game should fit here, but I mean, the guy hasn't even played like uh, I don't know, I don't know what he's been doing. Lefty narrative at Augusta, maybe mm-hmm. he's good, but I don't know if I'm getting there. I mean, I, I I went with the lefty narrative and the whole course fit uh, last year when I played him, and he played well here last year. Um, yeah. You know, hefty bomber, hefty lefty. Um, you know, a lot of the read about Robin McIntyre is we don't see him a lot, but he's highly regarded. He's, you know, a um, talented player. You know, he was, like I said, we haven't seen him a lot here. If he's 15th at the Genesis, he's playing well today. Uh, I'm going to play McIntyre. I like him. Yeah, I mean, I like him, but honestly, I I it's like Cameron. I like Cameron Young. I mean, I know he hasn't played here before, but the way yeah. his game has, and I mean, fifth off the tee over the last fifty rounds, it's. He, I think his game could fit pretty well here too. Yep. No, so I, I agree with you there. He, he definitely, his game should definitely fit here. He's got the game. Um, super long off the tee. Um, He's definitely got the game, but yeah, I am a little first time playing here. Um, yeah, I, I'd rather play Bobby McIntyre, who played here last year and played well. I'd rather play, like we said, Kokrak, Siwoo Kim, Homa. So I'm probably uh, not going to have a lot of Cam Young. Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same thing with like Rose and Reed, Cam Young, and Bobby Mack. They'll, yep. they'll be so my my core, my favorite lineup. I'll sprinkle them in a couple different ones just to differentiate a little bit. Probably have even shares of them. Luke List, yep. I'm probably out on. I I, yep. I don't. Move I mean, on, I'm out. I mean, he, he's he's playing great. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the numbers, he's actually ranked first tee to green in the last 24 rounds. Um, but yeah, never played here. Just he's just you need to hit putts. And he's just such a bad putter. I just I don't think yeah. I can do it. No, I I mean, I I could see him six putting. Like it's, these greens are no joke. Absolutely, absolutely. It is pretty crazy though that he played once back in two thousand five as an amateur and hasn't played since. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I'm out on the list. Yeah. All right. So we can go into the 6,000 range here. Obviously we don't have to go through most of these guys because most of them suck. One thing I will note is, well, first of all, there's a fucking hurricane going on here right now. I swear to God, I swear every time I record, this is the, (laughs) this is the 12th episode. I'd say at least nine of them. It has been pouring rain. (laughs) It's insane. But yeah, Gary, Gary Woodland, 6,900 for the form he's in. I, I think he's going to be very popular, and I'm I'm in. I'll, I'll play Gary. Nah, I, I'm, uh, I'd rather play some, some of these guys beneath him, especially if he's chalky. He's a pop, popular uh, popular Woodland, especially, like I said, he hasn't, hasn't been great here. 
Um, he has been playing well, but um, no, I'd rather play. I'm gonna play. Well, I'm gonna play Westwood right beneath him, even though he hasn't been good. Really? Yeah, man. I, there is something about you know the veterans and their experience and the something about Augusta. He's he's been just phenomenal here. Obviously, not well, not last year, but he's got a lot of history. I think the his chances are kind of running out. Um, even though he hasn't been great this year, I'm going to, I'm going to play Westwood just, yeah, to, just, I'm, just kind of a gut feel, um, course history, just, you know, I don't know, narrative. I mean, I hear you, but I'm, I'm out on Westwood. I mean, he's been irrelevant basically since the players last year, he he's done nothing. So yeah. I, I get, I get the course history, but I'm just, any anyone else down here you, you like? Or I mean, I'm yeah. I'm probably in on Hoagie. He's he's been great this year. And I mean, I get it again. Masters debut. There's a lot of these guys that haven't played there, but it's like it's the perfect argument of course fit or current form. I mean, some of these right. guys have been playing that good and and at six thousand seven hundred dollars, I'll I'll throw some Hoagie in there. Yeah, Hoagie has been really good, but I, I mean, I'd rather play uh, Kevin Na. I'll play Kevin Na here. I'll play some uh, some Cebes. Cebes should should play well here. So that's another guy who gets himself, you know, when he's playing bad and trouble up the tee. You know, there's not a lot of trouble up the tee here, and he's great around the green. He's great with the putter. Um, decent history here. I'll play some Cebes. Kevin Na's good. Got good history here. Um, you know, he's got to take his capitalize on his uh, courses that he could play. And he's played well here. His around the green game, his putting game. Um, he's a guy that can just get streaky, get hot and, and can win. So I like Kevin Na down here. I like Cebes. Um, yeah, I like Na. I'm, I'm probably out on Cebes, but yeah, not Na, Na. I could definitely see making a little run here. He's first about, in strokes uh, gained around the green over the last 50 rounds. I like that. Yep. What were you going to say? About, uh, Brian Harmon, lefty narrative. Uh, I mean. I think he was 12th here last year. Yeah, yeah, he was. And it's he's been – he's another guy. He's just up and down this year. You know, he had the fifth at the Valspar, but then he was 63rd at the players. Miscut at the Honda came 14th to Phoenix. So it's like, he's been good. He's been bad. Which, which guy shows up. And then yeah. same thing with his master's history. He was 12th last year, but then 44th and a miscut in the previous two. So it's like, you're kind of flipping a coin with him. I, I, I don't know if I'm yeah. going to get there. I'd, I'd probably rather nah and hoagie. Yeah. And, and I mean, honestly, I'd probably rather see Bez over him too. Yeah. I'm with you there. I'll have a little Harmon, but I like right in this range. I like Kevin, Nah and see Bez. Um, the most probably. And like I said, I'm going to play some Westwood. Oh, and, and I'm sure everybody is going to be so upset because Harris English withdrew with a hip injury. So has he played? I was looking at English, <laughs> um, but that's because, you know, he's a guy that should play well here, but I'm like, I haven't, has he even played yet this year? And so, okay. No, yeah. yeah he's had, a, apparently he's had a hip injury and he's not good enough to play. So he's, he's already withdrawn. Okay. All right. I'm going to rattle some names here. Tell me what you think. Okay. Thomas Peters. Thomas Peters, I like. Um, not in the greatest form. I mean, I think he's missed four cuts of his last five. Mm -hmm. But 
I mean, missed well, cut in 2018 at the Masters, but did come fourth in 2017. So, I mean, he he should profile good for the course. Uh, I don't hate him. Yep. No, I agree. You know, he's a bomber. Um, he showed up in, in majors before. You know, he should be a good fit. Uh, I'll sprinkle some of him in there. Um, Cam Champ. No, nah, I'm I'm good. You good? He's he's got yeah. good history here. No, he he does he does. And, but, he's, but... and he's another guy that you know, like kind of like we talked about with Siwoo before. It could just be be awful, be awful, be awful, and then oh, there he is. He wins, or he top fives, and he's good. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, I mean, I I see it. I think but... it's gonna determine. I, I want to see how Cam Champ plays this week. Um, if he play, you know, he doesn't have to top twenty or anything, but if he makes a cut and he, and he shows something. I'll play. I'll play Cam Champ next week. Yeah, that's valid. I mean, because because really, he's shown nothing this year up to this point. So, but I, like you said, I mean, his game does fit here very good. So, I don't know. Now, I have a problem. I just always have to play Harold Varner. I mean, <laughs> he's never played again. Another guy never played here, but well, it's been an interesting twenty twenty two for him so far. You know, yeah, sixth at the Players. He won in Saudi. 22 at the Amex. I don't know. I just, I, I always sprinkle in Varner 6,600. I'm in there. Uh, I, I, what about right below Ryan Palmer? I think I want to, I'm going to play some Palmer. I, you literally just read my mind. That was the next name I was going to say. I, I definitely think Palmer, especially, I mean, I think he's going to do pretty well at the Valero this week, get, get into form, get some confidence. Now, been a mixed he's, bag here. He's yeah, another guy yeah. around green or in the sand you worry about. But uh, if he's striking it well, um, at 6'5", I'll, I'll play. I, I think I'm going to play some Ryan Palmer. Yeah, that that's probably the lowest I'm going to go. He'll probably be be my lowest-priced guy that, that I'll have he, in my player pool. I mean, You're I'm, not playing I'm probably, Ma- Matthew, Matthew Wolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy has been atrocious. What is going on with Matthew Wolf, man? I mean, he just lost his mind. Apparently, the guy yeah, is just during COVID, just went in depression and just just can't uh, can't play golf anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Abs- I, absolute disaster. I always loved playing Matthew Wolf in the past, and you'd think he, you know, could bombs away and and play good here, but it's been awful here, been awful all around, just. Yeah, that was just for last. Move on. No Matt Wolf. Yeah, uh, nah. Let's see. Kenji Hughes. Um, I never play him, but I he, do he, see the like reasoning. Jordan Spieth light, like you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, you would think he would play well here, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting there. I really, I really think Palmer might be my my lowest price guy. Yeah, if I go down, like I guess I'm not sure. I haven't built any lineups yet. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to get down this low. But if I do, um, I like Mackenzie Hughes. I think you know with his, you know, magic beans, you know, around the green on the greens. Um, he made the cut here last year. Finished 40th. Was cut in 2017. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, he just, I, I just he intrigued me a little bit. I, I don't hate it. I just, I never play the guy. And I just, I mean, I what really about, don't see uh, myself needing that much savings. What about Willett? 
Ooh. He, he's he's there at 6'3 also. Yeah, yeah, S- yeah. S- he showed a little something. I don't know what tournament it was this year. Um, the Honda. But, yeah, he hasn't been great. But at 6'3, I think I'm, you know, he he's a dart throw. Yeah, for 6'3, you just need him to make the cut. I mean, it's not like you need him to, to make a deep run or anything. So, I, I don't hate that. Mm, who else here? Lucas Herbert. Nah, I'm I'm out on him. Cam Davis is a guy you think would play well here, but he's just been god awful. Can't oh, do that. Yeah. Um, got to play yeah. some VJ Singh, right? <laughs> yeah, add Bernhard Langer. He makes a cut every year, literally yeah. every year. <laughs> yeah, now this this is uh, and you get down just to all the old guys. So I'm not playing. What about KH Lee? <sighs> Yeah, I mean, probably not. I mean, he's he's been playing well. He he could he should be able to score here, but he hasn't played here, right? This is his first time. Yeah, no, nah, he hasn't played. He's and he's in okay form, but just yeah. I, I mean, I I'm just spitting out names at this point. Yeah, I'm scrolling too, and um, I don't think there's anything else. I'd say five six three is the lowest I'd go. With a sprinkle of maybe Hughes and Willett as as you know. If I need to go down this low, uh, stars and scrubs tight, I'd probably go Hughes, Willett, but no one else here really. Probably, probably yeah, like, it, like we said, Ryan Palmer at six five. Um, it's probably where we safe to stop. Yeah, that that's probably my my basement. I mean, if I do, like you said, if I'm going stars and scrubs and I need a punt, um, I'll probably go Hughes. But that's really the only instance. But I, yeah. I think that was a pretty good summary of the entire field. I think we did pretty good there. So why don't we leave it at that? Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, yeah. Can't wait. Masters time. I love it. Yep. Thank you for joining hey, me. And you, you, got, you, got, you got a prediction who wins? Uh, my gut reaction, initial reaction is DJ. I'll go, I'll go I JT. Just, just seeing those putts go in at the match play. I just, I could see yeah. it clicking for him because because that's how he is, you know. When he's clicking, when he's confident, it's that, that's that's my pick for now. I'm I mean I'm not going to bet him because I'm sure his numbers what probably sixteen. Yeah, I haven't looked, but uh, yeah, I'm going JT. JT puts the jacket on. All right, how about how about this? DJ JT straight up twenty five bucks. All right, I'll sh- shake on that. All right, <laughs> sounds good. So we'll definitely get you back on in the future. Thanks for doing this and can't fucking wait for the masters. Yep. Sounds good, man. Thanks for having me on. It was great. And looking forward to the masters. Sounds good. That'll do it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the helm sports over the weekend and early next week for my write-ups for the masters. And thank you for listening and I'll talk to you soon.